welcome into episode 108 of Without a Mic Podcast. I'm Roger. This is Brittany, Hello. as usual. Um, we hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, if not, we hope you had a good dinner on Thursday night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, the second to last Thursday of the... How does that work, right? I always thought, honestly, until like last year that it was on... Thanksgiving was on the 25th of November every year. Nope, it's not. It's just the second to last Thursday, the most random thing. I'm like, let's just make it a day. So Who cares it, if it falls on it? I mean, why does it have to be a Thursday? I don't think it's the second to last. I think it's the third Thursday of every year because it can fall on my birthday, which is the 28th. Which, which is tomorrow. Be, which is tomorrow. Uh, at the time of recording. We're recording this Monday, so... Happy, um, happy birthday. Thank you. I'll text you tomorrow, but happy, happy birthday. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> but So it's like the 21st to the 28th is the range that Thanksgiving can fall in. So I'm not, right. that's all I know. But yes, it, so I'm not, I don't remember the rule. Um, probably worth a Google. Um, Who knows? Honestly, I just thought it was so strange because I was like, oh, did not know that. It's every fourth Thursday. So that makes sense. So every fourth Thursday, if the first day of the month is Thursday, it can be the twenty first, and if the first day of the month is a Friday, then it could be the twenty eighth. So makes sense. Makes sense. Did you eat a lot of good food? I did. I did. Oh, it was good. good. Low key. We didn't travel anywhere. Sounds like that's probably for the best, since I hear like airports are crazy right now. Oh uh, yeah, travels awful. But no, we had a pretty good day. How about you guys? Uh, good. This was the first year I ever ate out for Thanksgiving. Uh, nice. a big step. Went to Chuckarama. <laughs> uh, it was obviously my in-laws' choice. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't want uh, to take credit for that. To to, I could not believe. By the way, like they were like, guys, we should probably get there early. I'm like, early? Like, what are you guys talking about? No one's gonna be at Chuckarama. We're gonna be the only people there. No, there was a line around the restaurant. We waited for an hour to get in. And when we left, after being there for like an hour and a half, when we left, there was this, like the line was the same. Did they think it was the best buy line for Black Friday or? I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean I don't know what, but yeah, but people were, I mean, it was crazy. I've never, I was not expecting it. So I was very like, wow, I can't believe this. And I'll be honest, the food was just like normal yeah. Like chuck around, you know what I mean? And it wasn't like amazing. We that. had a, f- you haven't? I feel like you need to at I least once. Like I don't feel like I'm missing anything. No, you're not. Not at all. Yeah. Um, But I did have a Friendsgiving. And so I got like my real experience there. Like we all did homemade stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll go. But I swear if this Friendsgiving doesn't work out, we are, <laughs> we are going to have a real Thanksgiving, but it was good. It was fun. And the kids got to just, it was nice because the kids got like their own booth just to like, you know. Just for like, yeah, whatever you guys want to do, just do it. Who cares? We're at Chuckarama. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, But yeah, it was fun. And we watched uh, Barbie. So that was fun. Nice. Um, That's like the (laughs) second time I've seen it. Third. That'd be my third time. And yeah, I just, I love that movie, man. Barbie is such a good movie. Um, And then we went and saw Napoleon. So that was like, that was like Thanksgiving. So it was fun. 
Ooh, which is our review. Obviously, the title will give that away. But uh, yeah, we will be reviewing, um, I would say, pretty highly anticipated by at least me. I think you too. We were pretty, pretty. Yeah. It was that and Mozart and uh, Maestro. Maestro. Were two big movies at the end of the year. We, we're, we'll, we're, there's and Wonka, but yes, yeah, yeah intrigue about Wonka, but I wouldn't say I was necessarily hyped for it. It just seems like like a nice yeah Christmas family I mean, movie. Yeah, you were hyped for this one. Def- I mean, okay. I was too. Like, I still obviously Joaquin Phoenix. I'm hyped, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am more hyped for Maestro, which, by the way, is out in theaters. I can't find it anywhere. There's two theaters in my state that it plays in, and that's what, it. Let me see. It releases on December 20th on Netflix, but I've wanted to see, I've been wanting to see it. And like I said, it's only in two theaters. Is it anywhere near you? Is like, is it in theaters near you or is it just I'm looking. I looked and I didn't see it. Uh, Yeah, that's what I was like. Where can I watch this movie? And it's only two places in way downtown. um, Yeah, I got nothing near me. Yep. So I guess so. That's a bummer. I, I mean, December. I thought that this, I thought this was going to be a theater release, like Maestro. I thought it was going to be like like Napoleon. I thought it was going to be like, you know, showtimes all the time and everything, and it just isn't. And so that's a little disappointing. I guess, I guess it, they did the same thing with Blonde. That was was that in theaters? I think that was in very select theaters, and it then. Was. Netflix went so I mean maybe that's just the way that Netflix is doing it but in my mind I don't think that's smart I think they should have done a big theater release well it's mm, it's kind of weird that it's not really even available anywhere like it's not mm-hmm. even like it's when they say limited they mean limited because I was also looking I I had wanted to see Napoleon first but I was also looked at Maestro and it just wasn't there so I was like oh that makes the decision easy but Right, um, same, same. Yeah, I'm like, what should we go see? Oh, Maestro's not even an option for me at all. So it's unless I wanted, you know, it's yeah, I guess it's Napoleon, <laughs> which uh, everybody that I was with was more wanting to go to Napoleon, but which uh, I know there was more highs. Well, I mean, let me briefly tell you what I watched, which wasn't much, um, and then we'll jump into the review because I think. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so we watched a couple Christmas movies just to kick things off. We watched Elf um, and we watched Home Alone, the first one. Um, and uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the OG animated one, which is the best. No, um, it is not the best. It's short. It's sweet. It's classic. It is the best. Um, mm. and, um, I actually finished Loki Monday afternoon of last week because we were going to review oh. Loki last week, but it ended up not happening. Yes. Which since my show's not out i think we'll just review loki next week probably yeah i mean yeah because we don't we can't get to maestro anytime soon so unfortunately um, yeah so i finished loki and then um yeah i saw napoleon and i think um uh, pause pause i just want to tell you i watched a little bit is it called miracle on nine nine 34 94th street yes i watched a little bit of that uh so i thought that'd make Make the you old, happy. The old, old one or the like new? The old, old one. one. The like, old, old one. Not white. like super dupe. Nope, not black and white. Okay. Just old, old. Okay. So the um, newer one. Yeah. And then um, I want to say I watched an amazing animation that I remember watching as a kid. And 
I just think it's one of the best, and I always forget about it. It surfs up. The, oh, the surfing penguins with Shia LaBeouf and um, what's his name, John Goodman. I mean, it's amazing. That movie is so funny. I seriously love that movie. The way they did it, like documentary style, kind of like The Office. It was so mm-hmm. cool. And I, I was watching it with my kids, and I was like, "Geez, you guys, I love this. I can't. I cannot believe I forgot about this." And then um, the last one we saw was Inside Out because I saw the trailer for the new one and it really was so well done and so funny. It's the one where he's like the Inside Out are all together and then um, this guy shows up, this crazy lunatic character and they're like, who are you? And he's like, I'm anxiety. And he has a bunch of baggage with him. It's incredible. Like it's amazing. And I was like, that's so fun. I don't think I've ever seen Inside Out. Really? I think you should. I think it's a great message. I think it's an awesome um, concept. I wish they would dive a little bit more into it because it's like there's a control panel in your brain of anger, happiness, sadness. Yeah. Like, you know, the gist of it. Yeah. I know the gist of it. I just never. Yeah. And so it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool to see. And so that one was really good. We watched that. Surf's Up. Um, Barbie, a little bit of that miracle on 94th. What is it? 34? 34th Street. It's a different street. Gonna, it's, that's it's a different miracle, movie. Miracle on 34th <laughs> yeah. Street or Nightmare on Elm Street. And there's no in between. And that's it. And so, yeah. And then Napoleon. So, um, my wife yeah. did see Wish and she really liked it. Um, Are you serious? That's surprising. Oh, I saw Trolls. I saw Trolls 3. It was a big animation time for me. And guys, you can skip Trolls 3, honestly. Like, I was so bored, out of my mind. But I was like, this is just not even fun. The first one is good. The first one is, like, really, really good. Mm. Second one, nah. Third one, nah. It's going downhill. But I'm surprised she really liked Wish. The only reason I'm surprised is that, one, when I saw the trailer, it didn't stand out to me that it was Disney. Like, I was like, who's doing this weird animation? Because that's what I thought at first. Mm -hmm. And the animation style is a little different. I don't know if I love it so so much. It's just a little different. Um, The concept I didn't love, but... what you know, Disney doesn't really, you know, they don't really flop too much. So I'm sure it's a, you know, I'm sure it's a good one. They don't typically flop on their animated movies, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess the jury's out. I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Are you wanting to see it or you'll just wait till it streams I'll and then maybe put it in the background? She'll probably put it on for our kids and then we'll see if yeah. they like it and I'll see parts of it. And if they like it, then I'll see it a thousand times. So, but nothing's going to dethrone the cars one and three that my son watches all the time so oh yeah uh, oh yeah cars is awesome two, two was awful but uh one and three were, were pretty good <laughs> two uh, was awful well I, we watched cars last night that's so funny you say that we were watching we didn't finish it but we were watching cars last night and i was like brayden kept being like who's that voice and it's michael keaton i was like how did they get mm-hmm. michael keaton in cars that's i was like that's an a-list celebrity that's amazing well like the the announcers are actual announcers from like like bob cutlass is bob costas who's called like the olympics and you know that's World so Series cool stuff. So they, i mean they pulled out all the stops they just did it right yeah they did it right and that, that one was a good one um but 
I'm dying to know your thoughts on Napoleon because you won't text me about it. <laughs> he's like, I text him right after. And then he texts me after he watched it. And I'm like, so? And he's like, let's save it for the podcast. I'm like, can you give me anything? <laughs> because I think, I think there's a little bit of a, maybe almost, I have to see Maestro first, but I told you so. I really think that this was not as, not as great. Well, hold on. Before we jump into this, there will be spoilers here. So, yes. Uh, we, full disclaimer, as usual, we will be spoiling this movie. If you, I mean, I guess this is one of those weird ones because it's not like, I mean, this is supposed to be mirroring history, right? So, historical events. So, I guess, yes, it's spoilers for what happens in the movie. But if you're not, if you're, I actually have a, let me just say, I have a friend who, just finished reading a, a very, I guess, in-depth and well-written biography on uh, Napoleon. And so I was kind of talking to him about it and giving him my thoughts because he was telling me some some of the stuff he was hearing and some of his concerns with the movie. And I was like, I'm just going in with an open mind to see. Uh, yeah. But to answer your question, I was very disappointed with the movie. Um, I freaking knew you would because you were hyped. Like, you were so excited. And... In a in, in the in the best way though. Well, I was excited because the the battle scenes looked really epic. They kind of reminded me of Game of Thrones, like the the amount of detail and like grandeur and epic scale, and that honestly was the best part of the whole movie was those fight those battles. Um, I agree. I, was, I think they did that part really well. Now I've heard there's some historical inaccuracies within the fights, but. I'm taking that out, and I'm just I saying. I wouldn't know. Cinematically, they looked great. They again, they reminded me kind of of like Battle of the Bastards. Like they, they felt kind of like that big scale battle that I was. I said that to Brayden too. I oh, said really? this is giving me. Yeah, I was like, this is this is reminding me, and it's it's probably you know the setting of the open fields and the horses and the swords and like you know that kind of stuff. I I was thinking like, yeah, this is giving me uh, Battle of the Bastards vibes, which was what drew me into the movie initially because I saw the trailer and a lot of it was showing those fights, those battles. Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, that's, that's interesting me to me. Um, so this is kind of my thoughts on the movie. So I think, um, let me just say historically, Napoleon was a lot younger when this, when these events took place, he was very charismatic and engaging with his troops. He started as a soldier and he kind of came up as a commoner kind of rose to the ranks and and never really lost that like his or like his origins of being like just a common soldier and he had a really good relationship and rapport with his men he would like joke with them he would laugh with them he was very devoted to his wife he was a loving husband um he was um very respectful and when you watch and the movie, to his wife josephine historically oh you're yes. speaking of historically josephine though right yes 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 um, it's like this is coming from me who doesn't know anything about it like i don't know anything the only thing i know and i'm i just don't love history stuff like right like some people love it i personally yeah i personally just like it does not interest me one bit like not one bit of history am i like oh you know i went to i've been to paris i've been to uh versailles where they filmed and uh, i thought it was so cool right but like it was cool to me because it looks beautiful and the architect like i didn't we were in marie antoinette's house i really didn't know what that meant you know what i mean like it was just like my husband, on the other hand, was reading every little thing. He already knew about it. You know, it's just, I'm just, family. yeah, I'm just not like that. So going into this, the only thing I knew about Napoleon was 
the word or the phrase a Napoleon complex, right? Like a small dude who Oh, you didn't know anything. No, I didn't know anything. And so me going into it wasn't like I mean, I didn't there wasn't anything for me to like, you know, have discrepancies with because yeah, because it's like I didn't really know much about it anyway. Well, this is what my my friend told me was the reality of this character. And so when I watched the movie, I was I was that that added to my disappointment, but I feel like they had these they had these two halves of the movie, right? They had the epic battles and they had his relationship with his wife and they just didn't really mesh them together well. Like it was oil and water, it was not they didn't For your Sorry, you're talking about the his life and then the like him as yeah, a commander personal okay, life okay, okay. and professional okay, okay. life let's say so mm-hmm. like he just came across as a really like uninteresting disengaged aloof self-entitled rude obsessive like horny like <laughs> yeah. insecure guy and like everything i heard about him historically is the complete opposite and so I was just very disappointed with like, and and I kept, I was like, I've seen something recently that did this kind of like historical study of a, of a, of a important figure really well. And it was Oppenheimer because I feel like at the end of Oppenheimer, like if you're going to name a movie, Oppenheimer, Napoleon, like right. I, I, if you made one called JFK, like I feel like I should have a really, really good understanding and relationship with that person. Regardless of how I feel about them, I should at least kind of know who they are, know what that what that makes them tick, like why they are the way they are, what they were feeling. Like, you know, and I feel like with Oppenheimer, by the end of that movie, I was like, I know a lot about Oppenheimer. I know what drives him. I know what like eats at him. I know what weighs down on him. I know where he stands morally. I know where he's like, where his ambitions lie. Like I know where his regrets are, where his successes are. At the end of Napoleon, like I just didn't really feel like I learned anything about him as a person. Like it just kind of seemed like everything happened to him and he didn't really happen to everything. And he's like one of the greatest like conquerors in the history of the world. Like with Alexander the great, like he conquered pretty much all of Europe, like, and he was a tactical genius and they didn't really show that. And he was, I guess, historically, he was very like, devoted and loving and caring to his wife didn't see that like he had a really good rapport with his men didn't see that like he was very like you know um he was younger and he was more like energetic and enthusiastic joaquin was just very cold and like tuned out to everything unless he was like i'm gonna go like you know (laughs) go home and do my wife and then go back to just like sulking about things like it just even if it was historically accurate. I just didn't really feel like I ever connected with the character and I didn't feel like it really drew me in or told me anything about him or by the end of it, I didn't really feel like I knew anything about him or felt any differently about him than when I went into it. And it just, I can definitely, yeah, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. There's two points of what you made that I do think I did see Um, with, with devotion to his wife. I felt like I saw that, like with Josephine, like, but not a respectful devotion. It was like an obsessive, like, like, like lustful devotion to her, at least the way it was portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Like how, yeah. How you saw it. But I mean, I, 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 there was definitely like fights 
and moments, but I also thought that he, I actually really thought that he loved her because she couldn't have kids for a very long time. And he stayed a lot of people uh, back then would not have stayed that long. So I thought like in my head, I was like, he really does love her. Um, the thing with, you know, the sword with the kids, like he loves her. I thought of this kind of stuff. And I was like, I think he does really love her. And then the camaraderie with the men, I actually thought he did have because um, from scene one, he's out there with them. He's fighting with them. Um, and then throughout the movie, he some he takes it back sometimes, but he's, he's still right there with them. And then when he gets banished the first time and he comes back, that was he, the only scene where they kind of showed it a little bit. But. Yeah, that's that's. But I I think they showed it without showing it. I don't think they needed to have a scene where he did it. But at the same time, we watched the exact same movie and we just got two different experiences out of those two particular things. But I will agree that I think that I don't I don't know if it was meant to be funny, but there was a lot of laughing in my theater and a lot of laughing between me from Joaquin's. Um, just tiny things he would do, which I did think was funny. Like I, I thought it was funny. Um, there's not really one that I can like think of right now because you know, it was just so random. Like it was never, there was never like a funny scene really. Right. It was just kind of like random well, the thing is it's like, what, what was the final goal of this movie? Because I can't tell you from watching it, like from Oppenheimer, I could tell you the goal was we want to take you through so that by the end you understand what Oppenheimer went through, who he was as a person and why he, you know, kind of his impact on history. And in this one, if that was the goal, I feel like there were so many like twists and turns that never really led anywhere. I don't feel like it really accomplished anything by the end of the movie. Do like, you, I, what are Do you think you took anything? Yeah. Do you think you took anything from the movie? Like from, for me, what I took from it really was like this guy, Napoleon, all that he wanted was to prove to or like not to prove but to de devote his life to his country and That's like another thing like it was that was like and 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 he was he was like really trying to do that and then i think it showed that he also like failed like the it shows you the war counts of how many men lost mm -hmm. like lives were lost that's a that's an, a massive amount of people yeah. Um, for this one person to be like in charge of, you know what I mean? Like, and I felt like he failed and he kept, it's like he wasn't accepting defeat is how I would put the last little bit of that movie was that he would just not accept defeat at all, even though he clearly was defeated. I, I think, but I don't know if that's a lesson. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just something I'm saying. I don't know if that's. That's a takeaway. That's not necessarily a lesson. Like, I I guess. Another thing that you, you touched on it, but you said, like, he was motivated by his country. Well, I didn't feel like he was motivated by his country the whole time. Like, sometimes it was his men. Sometimes it was his country. Sometimes it was his wife. Sometimes it was his ego. Like, there, there it was, again, there was so much like noise around it like i feel like i feel like they probably had this idea and they just kept adding things and adding things and by the end you just have like like the, just this mush of stuff that doesn't well, and not clear and it's ridley yeah ridley scott has an extra four and a half hours or no it's a four and a half hour cut 
So this movie was two and a half. This one will be four and a half. That's going to come out on Apple Plus. I'm telling you right now, there's nothing in that that is going to change the way I felt about that movie. I'm sorry. I don't want to see more of it. There's not more that I need to see. If you're going to do a cut like that and you want to release another cut, like I just, this really gave me Killers of the Flower Moon and this I'm going to put in the same basket. I don't know how I felt at times. Uh, I loved Joaquin's performance, like genuinely, and I am a Joaquin fan, but truly, I really did love his performance. Um, I think he is an amazing actor. I think Vanessa Kirby did well. I definitely she don't think really that well. she, I don't think that she stole the show by any means, which is another thing that I was hearing about uh, Killers of the Flower Moon's uh, actress. But do you oh, know what Lily I mean? Gladstone. Like, it, yeah, Lily Gladstone. Like, people would be like, "Oh, yeah," but this is the highlight. I'm sorry, it. She was great in it, but there was nothing that made me be like, "Wow," it. Well, there just wasn't. She wasn't allowed to be great. Like, she was uh, an objectified. Her individual, like, she was an objective objectified thing for him to have sex with. Like most of the movie, like that was her role. They're not saying that was her entire purpose, but for most of the movie, like. Almost every scene she's in, it has to do with sex at some point. Like at the beginning, it was about the affair. And then pretty much every scene we see him in, it's just them having sex. And then he goes off and does his career stuff and he comes back and they have sex. And then he goes off and does. See, I did not. I did not get their relationship like that. Like, like at all. It just, there was a lot of fighting and there was a lot of, there was a lot of like, she, oh yeah because she had the affair right like yeah, there was a the lot affair. of um there was a lot of fighting which in my mind she said to him a lot of times like you're nothing without me well like i think she did have a powerful role but i don't think that like her performance blew me out of the water that's well, all you know it was just kind of like there same with Joaquin's I think he did amazing I think that he did really good but was I blown out of the water no I wasn't the biggest pro takeaway for me was some of the cinematography and um obviously the sets were incredible I mean how can they not be when you're at Versailles um but the cinematography for example the first 10 minutes I really enjoyed I really enjoyed the first 10 minutes I thought it was shot great you know um and then there's another scene that i really loved oh it's just it's basically like all of the fight scenes i really liked how like they did the almost like a zoom in and then a quick cutaway because it is very gory and vulgar what you're seeing or you know like a lot and then they Mm -hmm. did the quick cutaway i per i personally really liked that and i noticed it and i I just enjoy that kind of cinematography when it's like on something harsh and then cuts and, you know, they do the zoom in or they focus on the, there's a big pile of people that are dead, but then it kind of like goes to the one person that's like kind of moving. I know you know what I'm talking about from the movie, but um, that kind of stuff was really cool to see. I really liked the um, ice, the battle on the ice in the water. I thought all of that was done beautifully. The first um battle with joaquin on the um napoleon on the horse mm-hmm. awesome even the very last battle with joaquin and i mean napoleon getting a bullet Waterloo. through his hat like that mm-hmm. was awesome like i thought that kind of stuff was really cool and really enjoyable but 
how enjoyable can it be when the rest of the story is just blah? Like, well, that's, there's that's, nothing for me to hold on to. It. I always. I can. I feel like I can always tell with a movie like what their what their focus was and what their priority was. And I feel like the the pitch going to this movie was we're going to make some epic battle scenes from Napoleon's history, and then we'll you know add in you know vanessa kirby and we'll add in some political intrigue and some stuff in between but their goal was to make these battle scenes like that's what the movie was supposed to focus on that was their priority everything else was just kind of thrown in as filler and i feel like again his personal life stuff just never really jived with the the his professional career right as a general it was like there's this stuff with his wife there's this stuff with these like politicians and then epic battle and then there's some stuff with his wife and some stuff with these politicians and then epic battle and it just never really like came together and created a cohesive experience and story i do feel like the battles were almost as if it was like um a vacation for the viewer to take because there'd be something different than just the wife and the politics because there was a lot of that um which is which and and let me clarify too that stuff is not a problem like i one of the reasons I like Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon is there's a lot of politics and intrigue. But in this movie, it just never, ever had any, I never was invested in what was actually happening because the characters were not developed enough in a way that made me invested, right? Like the reason that House of the Dragon is so good um, is because all the characters are so interesting that when they interact, you're invested in what happens. And this one, the characters just kind of felt really one dimensional and when they interacted, it was just to to progress the story, not to like, be, you were like, okay, what's going to happen? So I understand the story, not so I can see what happens to this person. Because if any given person in a, had died, you're just like, I mean, you know, oh, well, yeah, when, yeah, die. I was going to say, and there really, was not, I was not feeling anything about it, honestly. I didn't feel a thing. And I didn't feel a thing end, about it. Didn't feel a thing. You know, it just, I agree. I didn't feel anything when he died at the end either. That's I do want to say a character's weak and you feel nothing when they die. Avatar way of water. When the sun dies felt nothing. Like I just nothing. Like I just, I'm not invested enough in this character to feel anything when something dramatic happens to them. And I think that was maybe the biggest fault of the movie, because even if the movie isn't that great and the story is kind of sloppy, a really well-written character can overcome a lot of that stuff, but it's hard to overcome a, a poorly written character. Well, the, bad story. The, the pace and the plot of this movie is kind of where, like, what's the plot of it? Like, what yeah, is what it just, is the, you know, what I mean? like, what is the plot? Like, I think that's where it's a little bit confusing because what is the... tell you his life, but... But it was so rushed. Most, yeah, it felt very choppy. It was and, like, very so rushed bad. and choppy. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bathroom for a good... I don't know, two minutes, so 120 seconds probably. And I come back and Brain's like, So he has a son. It's been seven years. You've missed this. I'm like, What? I went to the bathroom for two minutes. He's like, Yeah, that was a bad time to go to the bathroom. I'm like, are we are we serious right now? Like I had no idea. You know what I mean? So like I missed mm-hmm. out on that much in a two-minute period. That's a little much. Um, I do think also there were it was rushed in a sense of there were not answers to questions. Um, like what happened with his first kid? Was it a bastard? So it, it like what happened to it when he got the oh the, the one with the the yeah the one pregnant to see if Vanessa could have kids. You know what I mean? Like 
that kind of stuff. It's like, what happened to that one? We never see Vanessa Kirby's kids ever again after the sword thing. I'm just like, it's a very, it's missing things. And so I was kind of like, and I thought about those at the end. I'm like, I wonder what happened here. I wonder what happened here. Instead, you see things that kind of are just like, mm. like, what was the whole point of, was it Alexander the Great that came to visit Josephine? Um, it, That was not Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great lived. Did we see him ever? That was Alexander, but oh, was okay. Because I was going to say, did we see? No, Alexander the Great was like lived before Napoleon, but he was oh. the only other person who arguably conquered the most of the world um, besides Napoleon. So they but like when him. she, yeah, Alexander when they when was, he yeah, when he came, guy. I kind of yeah, I was like, does Napoleon know he's here? Are we going to no. see Napoleon's reaction? Do you know what I mean? Like that well, kind of did. stuff. It's like if you're gonna, well. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We did. Yeah! 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 Well, yeah. And, but he didn't get to confront Josephine about it because she was, yeah, he she wasn't died. around. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was kind of like I wanted to see like, let's see a passionate scene. I mean, the only other scene that was really like that stood out to me was, um, the first affair scene. Um, a lot of Napoleon's like, uh, just like funny stuff that he would do with like his brother. I did like the scene when the little kid comes in and asks Napoleon for something like that kind. I don't know. It's like, I just, did was, I know it just, but see, I said, I like it. You know what I mean? Like it was, I liked that part, but that's about it. I mean, it just, his character just felt super cold and aloof and just detached from everything. Like, and that's, I thought that's how Napoleon was. Honestly, I thought he was like a rude dude. Well, like historically, historically, he's he's the opposite of what we saw, which is also a huge bummer, because I feel like historically Oppenheimer was a lot like what we saw, like from what I read and stuff about Oppenheimer, like that was pretty true to him as a character. It'd be I like if you watched Napoleon Robin was Williams, kind of like... it'd, it'd be like if you watched a movie about Robin Williams and he just wasn't funny. And you're like, right, you're kind of like, what is this? What is this? Like, are you trying to be a serious Robin Williams? Like, uh, like, I, I don't know. It just didn't feel the movie felt off, but when I learned about who he was as a person in real life, it felt even more off and reinforced that. So I will say, I think everybody should probably like, if you are interested in watching this, maybe read about Napoleon beforehand. Um, I do think that people would, I don't know if they would necessarily like it more, but I do think that if they were like me, I should have definitely read up on it first and then gone and seen it. Um, but Brayden did say, cause I, I remember part we laughed at now was the letters his letters mm. that are he's reading that was like it was kind of funny right because it's like he sounds like a little high school dude <laughs> writing to the love of his life and that did happen in real life those letters sound the just letters. like that and i don't disbelieve that i mean in real life he did love his wife and he was very devoted to her and and um you know faithful to her so i i think to go one last point because you mentioned the director's cut coming out on apple tv plus which is you know four plus hours and you made a comment that you don't think it's going to change your mind about the movie and i don't either but i am curious because this reminds What's me it's going to be in there well i'm curious i don't think it, i don't think that movie that director's cut can fix the issues that that this movie has i don't like it's going to be more of the same. Now it may fill in some gaps for you and slow down the story and go into more detail and provide more context, but it's not going to make him a more relatable person. It's not going to improve the, 
you know, the pacing and the, you know, and the convolution of the, the story. Um, it kind of reminds me of Suicide Squad, the first one where it came out. It was horrible. Movie. I liked that one. <laughs> I liked well, that it one. got horrendous reviews. And then the director came out and said, well, actually the studio rushed me and I had to do this shortened version. And Jared Leto came out famously and said like, they cut out like, yeah, exactly. They scenes. cut out a lot of his stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I remember that. Or Love and Thunder in the same thing. Like, Taika Waititi filmed a very long movie. They cut out like 30 minutes of Gore the God Butcher. It was supposed I to be know. rated R. They watered it down to PG-13. And yeah. I don't know if that was the case with this movie, but if it was, historically, those movies just don't do well. If you have a movie that you film is four hours or three hours or five hours and it gets cut down at, at least in half or more, like that movie just can't, it can't overcome. I agree. How can How can that, how can you get the best you're going to get after cutting more than half. That's why, I mean, that's why some things don't need to be four hours. Okay. I'm just being honest. Like this, it really, this one was not as slowly paced as Killers of the Flower Moon at all. No, this was the opposite. Um, this was very, yeah, this one was rushed, but the it timing, was it was, it was a little bit of like, I did look at my phone to be like, what time is it? Because it was just a little bit disinteresting. Yeah. So I was like, how much time do I have left? It just wasn't As opposed to like, as opposed to like, damn, I still have an hour and a half left on Killers of the Flower Moon. But I want to know, did you like this one more or did you like Killers of the Flower Moon more? Because I asked everybody I was with and a lot of people were like, ooh, I don't know. That's a good question because it was almost like, it's almost like we've been giving these movies that I am hyped for and I am being let down. Okay, I am not, I have not seen a movie this year where I'd have, where I'd have that we're like, you know, looking at these Oscar uh noms right like who we think is going to be and oppenheimer and barbie are the only ones that have stood out to me where i'm like yeah that's a good movie these ones i'm like mm, meh. yeah i i definitely would if i like had oscar watch, contenders if i had to watch one of these two movies again killers of the flower moon or napoleon i would easily pick napoleon um, i would too and I would if too. and if i had to i would watch the extended cut just because I'm, well, if I had to watch no, it, no, I know, I, would, I, would I know, just you're, just me, you're just making me laugh. If I did, fine, I, fine, I'll watch the extended cut. No, no, I'm not saying, I'm not no, saying, I, know, I, I know, I I may not watch it. I'm not really excited to watch it, but I'm, I would probably read an article to see what they added and then maybe skip around and watch the parts that I missed from the yeah. original cut or just watch it on YouTube. Like, I just don't like my first thought is maybe there's more battles. There has to be more battles if it's two more hours of footage. And if there's no battles, I'm not going to watch it. Like there's no way you can get me to watch more of that movie with no more like battles. Like, cause if it's just him and Vanessa Kirby, like thinking around under the sheets, I'm sorry, but then I'm you're done. Then you're out. I'm then you're out. out. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, I mean, like I just, am really, I am not thrilled. Because we were hyped. Go listen to last week and listen to us be like, let's go. We're ready for Napoleon. And now we're like, that was, that was ass. No, not really. But in comparison, we're kind of like, we're over. You know what I mean? Like, our, like we were ass. let down. It was ass. It was almost ass. And now we're just like, well, I guess we'll wait for Maestro to come out. I mean, it's kind of like. Well, I it's don't just, really have high hopes for Maestro either. Like, I, I think. And Maestro, I do, so I'm just hoping. But you know what? I am going to lower my. I'm telling you guys right now, 
I am lowering my expectations for anything else I see because Oppenheimer and Barbie, and I'm taught the reason I bring those up is because they are contenders for Oscar noms. Oh. Um, best, best picture. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, put, put you have to put something next to them come yeah. like coming Oscar season. And I uh, don't think standard. you can. I don't not, think you can. Not so far. I would say, I mean, I already said it, but I think Oppenheimer will crush at the Oscars. I think it's, I I don't, I haven't, and Barbie was a great movie, but it's not, it's not going to beat out Oppenheimer for the categories. No, I don't, no, I don't think it will for best picture. I do think truly best best male actor. It's not going to win for best. (laughs) I uh, think best. Well, well, is it going to be best supporting? Who's best supporting? Because if it's Ryan Gosling, if it's Ryan Gosling, I'm putting my money on him, man. I I will put my money on Ryan on Ryan Gosling. Killian Murphy. um, Killian Murphy will win. Will win best actor. Robert Downey Jr. will win best supporting actor. Ryan Reynolds will win best director. Oppenheimer will win best sound. Greta Gerwig might win best director, dude. I'm not joking. Greta Gerwig might win. I don't think she will. It's. I don't know. That's a that's a tough that's a billion dollar movie you're talking about. Oh, Barbie will win Oscars. It'll win like best hair and makeup, probably like, you know, it'll yeah. win some of the cosmetic stuff, but I I don't think No. I I'm don't telling you, Roger. Be, I think she's you. got Christopher Nolan. I think she's got I think she's got a chance. And I'm not discrediting Christopher oh, Nolan at all. I'm just saying there's a chance, let's not count out Barbie because people are it's got a chance directing. He's never won an Oscar. There's that plays a part into it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I like trust and, me. I think Christopher Nolan's time has been up, and I think that he deserves all the recognition that he's going to get. I, think I just don't necessarily. It. I don't think he deserves it per se. I think he's earned it. You know, he has. He I, has. I and both. this he movie does it deserve it, though. It. This movie does deserve the recognition that I hope it gets. I'm just saying, Greta Gerwig is up there. And I think Ryan Reynolds is also be. up there. Of course, she should be nominated. Ryan she Reynolds. will be. She will be. Yes, for Ken. I want him oh, to win God. Best Supporting Actor. Who do I keep saying? Ryan Reynolds? Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Reynolds. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, though. It's going to be it's going to be a good, good Oscars. It's been a very weak year for competition yes. for Oppenheimer. I think Barbie. And Barbie. Just, You're I correct. Think Barb- I think Barbie is a different kind of movie. I think it's right, but you don't. But we don't get to do categories for Best Picture, so you got to put it in there. Oh, I would absolutely put it in there. I'm just saying I don't think it's the kind of movie that will win an astronomical amount of Oscars. Like it's just not that yeah. movie. Like it, no, it, yeah, I agree. It, it's a great movie in certain ways, and I don't think those ways are the ways that get Oscars. Like, I do want to watch Oscars. Oppenheimer again. How many times have you seen it? Just I, once. I. I, I bought it yeah i got it once and and i i bought it so it came out earlier this week um i'm gonna right. watch it again um but I, i'm gonna watch it again too and i'm very excited to watch it again mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean i i i definitely don't want to make it sound like i'm against oppenheimer by any means because i am not i am a fan yeah but it, i am a fan i legitimately i love it i just i just i just think Greta Gerwig. I it, I agree. Yeah. I just think Greta Gerwig is going to be up there, but she should be nominated. Christopher Nolan and right now she deserves be a lot. She'd be yeah. She's up. she's I know 
I know. I just, I don't know, man. If she wins, though, I'm just saying. If she wins, then you're right. And you get all the kudos. <laughs> I'm just and saying. I'm, I'm just saying, like, the year Leo won for The Revenant. Like, it was. I know. It I was due. Like, I feel like part of it was because it was due. Like, I, not that he I didn't agree. earn it. No, I agree. I feel like I'm getting that feeling. It's like. Christopher but there's Nolan's a difference between. Ever. It's yeah. so good. The cast is amazing. Like, the movie's, like let's say perfect right for in his in his like sense of the word right like emily blunt will have to win for best supporting by the way best supporting actress in uh, who else who else will know. be there i have to see you know i don't vanessa think kirby she might she might i don't know lily uh, gladstone she'll be nominated she'll be nominated i mean and and i don't think that emily blunt is definitively the best support no 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 i think she will be i do think that definitively for oppenheimer robert downey jr and killian murphy are the best lead and supporting actors that i've seen this year so far for an oscar so far (sighs) that's what i've seen and who knows maybe there's something in maestro but i just i I just don't see it like i think maestro will be a really good performance it'll be kind of like tar where the word i hope it's not like tar please don't say that when you texted me that i was like you piece of crap please do not please do not because i hate tar i mean it's gonna be like it was a horrible movie man i'm gonna say i'm saying great performance the spotlight standout is bradley cooper's performance will carry the movie and that will be why you see it it's not going to be a movie where you're like man maestro was one of the best movies i've seen in a long time the whole story and the whole cast was amazing. You're going to come away and be like, Bradley Cooper's amazing. This was great, but I probably wouldn't watch it again. That's kind of how I feel like it's going to be. It kind of feels like that kind of film. I've seen yeah, the I know. It looks cool. There's some stuff that, you know, they're playing on the black and white and the old and the new. But at the end of the day, I, I, I just don't see how that is like, wow, this is on par with Oppenheimer. I just don't see it. I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, we're really, we're just going to have to see, you know, that's all we can yeah. do is just like, just see it and then go from there. But I agree that Oppenheimer, I think it should win best picture. I think he should win best director. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Christopher Probably. Nolan is one. And, but you know, what's so awesome about Christopher Nolan though, is like people know he's one of the greatest without even having an Oscar. So it's like, what does that matter? But well. I'm sure that he wants one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind this of like, year. this doesn't do, I don't think it changes much. If he wins, it's not going to change the way that he makes movies. I, I don't think so. I think no, that he's no. great at what he does. And he's actually, I read that, because there's been a lot of rumor that he's going to take on the next three Bond films. And he is not. Nope. He said he is not doing Bond. And he actually said he's going to do something lighter than Oppenheimer. He said he wants to do something brighter and lighter. Who knows what that means, but that doesn't seem um, like a Christopher Nolan movie to me. <laughs> Bright well, and light. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. Well, we'll see what his definition of that is. But uh, True. <laughs> True. Ultimately, I mean, Maestro is really the only other movie coming out before the end of the year that probably has big Oscar implications. But other than that, I think overall for Oscar contentious films, it's been pretty weak this year. It's been mm-hmm. very top heavy with a couple mm-hmm. great films. Very top, top heavy. With the They're... two that came out on the same day. <laughs> it was like we were just given a whole, we got dessert first. And now it's we're Christmas on in July, crappy little vegetable vegetable there's, appetizers. There's some, there's been some movies that will probably, that will definitely be nominated and maybe win one or two, you know, Killers of the Flower Moon, yeah. Napoleon, Maestro, you know, those kind of movies, but I just don't see it being a super competitive year where you're like, I have no idea who's going to win. 
they're all great, or I have no idea who's going to win. They're not that great. Because if Oppenheimer and Barbie didn't come out this year, it would be a year where you're like, is like who cares like, like <laughs> yeah it's slim green, it's, green book yeah. win. like is this, is this a yeah. year where like the shape of water is contentious like nah, yeah who nah. knows this, but um well let's wrap it up with our final review rating rating mm-hmm. um i will i'll go first um okay so i believe i gave a six to killers of the flower moon I'm going to give this film a six and a half. And here's why I do think it is a better film. And I do think they're actually unlike killers of the flower moon, there is actually something here for a certain audience. And that is if you love historical epic battle scenes, you probably will enjoy about 30 to 45 minutes of this film. Um, That was the best part. It was the most interesting part. It was the most well done part in my opinion. Um, And I know I've like, like I said, I know I've read online that there's some historical inaccuracies. So if you're looking for historical accuracy, you'll be disappointed. If you're looking for a well-written, cohesive story, you'll be disappointed. Um, what was that? It's my forky, and I was like, oh. you can't even see it behind this. So <laughs> I, I can see just... it now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dang it. It looks like a mini Joker. Um... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just was like, I, I got these little knickknacks <laughs> for my stand, and you couldn't even see it over here. So um... was it. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I agree I, with you. I think that's the audience that would enjoy this. But ultimately, like I did see it in IMAX, and that was great for those scenes. But you could, I, I would say, you're probably better off. Well, you're fine you, to stream it at home. Stream it at home. If you want to see the extended edition once, you're probably better off just to watch the extended edition and get what the original, well, what Ridley Scott wanted. But the luxury of watching at home is like we said with killers of the flower moon you can stop it start it come back to it watch it over multiple nights fast forward it so that would be my rating it's a six and a half not that great of a movie but there are a few redeeming qualities for a certain audience which again epic fight scenes everything else kind of leave it well i am going to uh agree to you uh i think it's a six and a half as well um on letterboxd i gave it a three and a half a little harder when you do a five right out of five stars we've talked about this we like the 10 it gives us a little bit more room to yeah Mm -hmm. but um so i do think a three and a half out of five is fair when in a five um but i do think that when it goes to a 10 to six and a half is where i give it because you're right it's this is not something that you need to shoot up and go see you know you don't need to go get a sitter and go watch this movie asap and unfortunately that's what i was looking for I've been wanting that in a movie since seeing Oppenheimer and Barbie. I've been wanting, you know, to get my butt to the theater and, you know, be happy and like talk about it afterwards and everything. And I'm not getting that from the last two movies I've seen. I'm not getting it. And um, yeah, this is one that does not, you don't need to go. You can wait for it to stream. I personally would wait for it to stream. I would watch it again, maybe knowing more about Napoleon. Um, So I'm definitely not like, for me, I wouldn't be like, oh, I would never watch it again. I don't think I'll watch Killers of the Flower Moon ever again. I, I really, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I'm going to watch that. But I could see myself watching Napoleon again. I could. Yeah. Um, so that's where that's where it's going to go. So it's a six and a half out of ten with for the without a mic rating. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry if we sound like a bunch of Debbie Downers, but we have been let down. Well, we are only beholden to one thing here and that's honesty we don't have yes. any agenda other than just <laughs> yes. being honest with you and if a movie's not that great it's not it's not our job to tell you and until someone great. pays us to say otherwise we are telling the truth 
you can pay us all you want, but I'm going to tell you the truth, right? Like, I don't know. If you said, hey, Brittany, I want you to give this, I want you to fight to make this a 10 out of 10, and I'll give you $5,000, nah. I would try. No. I would try. I'll be honest with you. I would try. Nope. I'd try to make my case, but then I would fail because this is not Killers a 10 out of, of 10 Flower movie. Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Here's $5,000. Tell me how no, great it is. I, could, I really couldn't do No, that one I couldn't no. do. Man, I was we so are, disappointed. We are not in the uh, credit business. We're not, we're, not credit card. we're not credit card companies. We're not Visa. You know, we're here we're just to, two to tell you cool how it is. People telling you how it is and uh, what you can skip or not. You know what we should do at, at our next review or maybe at the beginning of next year? Before we, uh, before we give the summaries, we can do like a hit or miss movie, right? Like hit or miss. Like you, you if you really want to, if it's a hit, pause it, come back to this after you see it. If it's a miss, you can just, you can just listen throughout the spoilers. Cause I feel like this is completely that, like you can totally listen to this podcast. If you haven't seen Napoleon, it's okay. Oh yeah. And we, you know what I mean? At the beginning. Cause it's, I know, not, but you know, it's, yeah, it's not, but even killers like of five moon, just, oh, yeah, you could, you those. could listen to, yeah, you could listen to that the whole time and it yeah not missing much they're kind of in a weird spot because they're not really spoiler filled because they've already i know but there are like loki that's a spoiler thing where you're like spoilers if you haven't seen it which i really can't wait to talk about really i think it's going to be awesome when we discuss it it'll be interesting it'll be interesting you're all over the place I'm just being honest. I thought you were. I thought you were hyped for Loki too. Is what I'm saying. I wasn't hyped. I was like. I thought you were hyped. I said cautiously optimistic because I don't trust Marvel. And uh, oh yeah, Loki is an outlier. It was one of the real, the best shows they made. But uh, next week we'll talk about season two, and uh, it sounds like Brittany enjoyed it. Um, well, I, I mean, it. I, I enjoyed uh, yeah. it to an extent. Yeah, that's what I I did enjoy it to an extent. Yeah. But we that's will good. really discuss that's it. Good. Yeah, that's better than most recent Marvel products, anyway. So, we well, yeah, I mean, we're not, next. we won't be seeing the Marvels, just so everyone. We've already said that, but we, I want to reiterate it. We will not be seeing it, and we will not be missing out on much. <laughs> yeah, I may not even stream it. I'm, I'm just not. No, I'm not even going to stream it. I'm not. I'm with you. So it's funny how many people I've seen defending it online. Like, I haven't seen one. Uh, well, I've been on X a little bit, but. You know, people are just like, mm. you know what? This movie was actually really funny, and uh, I really enjoyed it with my kids. And it's like, well, you know, did you say that about Infinity War? Like, it, you know, were you like, I actually, Infinity War was pretty funny, and I enjoyed it with my kids. Like, it's not that serious mm -hmm. of a movie. It's fine. It's like, I don't care. I don't. Hey, that's that fine. I movie. don't want to watch. Yeah, I don't want to watch superhero movies that are that are super funny. It's like. Turning in okay, can we talk about one thing before we get off? The new Aquaman 2 trailer, horrendous. Did you see it? I in the theaters? I did, but I don't even talk about that movie because it's just it It is so worth like wasting so bad. I'm like, but guess what? It's giving me Marvel vibes. It's giving me Captain Marvel vibes. That's that was what I was about to say was you could take that same the same thing people are talking about with the marvels and you could paste it on any bad dc yep. movie and it's the mm -hmm. same story and it's like guess what marvel and dc are not that different right now in terms yeah, of right now yep. um yep now that may change yep. you know there's 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 uh, there's hope well you know there's a couple of good franchises <laughs> me and roger always we're just on a roller coaster and we've talked about that before and you know maybe we'll we'll probably get back on the roller coaster and get you know 
We'll get back on. A good high when, and then back low and then back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll get back on when the standard's high enough to ride. But yep. you know, for yep. now, for now we've yep. So, well, thank you guys for listening to our Napoleon review. Uh, next week we will probably review Loki season yep. two. So get caught up on that on Disney Plus, and uh, please give us a rating of five stars so we can get Rotten Tomato certified. Follow us on Instagram at Without a Mic, and yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.